0: in this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Jim Crawford, who is with the Old Saybrook-Westbrook Exchange Club. Good Sir. to see you again, my friend. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good to see Very you. Well. It's been Very a while. It is, What's it is. Well, new? Well, uh, it's a lot new. we have, yeah, we have our uh, annual road race that huh? we've uh, now had. This will be the 13th year. Uh, Saber Point 5K, we co-sponsor it with the Old Saybrook uh, Chamber of Commerce. Commerce yeah and it's proved to be a terrific partnership <laughs> right and uh, it kicks off on August 27th right at 8:30 mm-hmm. at uh, the park Fort Monument Park in uh, Sabre Fort Monument and uh, we so far we've got about 50 folks registered and that's pretty pretty well ahead of what we normally do this far out and uh, it's a terrific race it's uh, people are always thrilled with the the course is uh, over a beautiful section of Saybrook. Uh, they, they run up uh, College Street and then go around North Cove. Okay. And uh, a couple of nice laps in there. And uh, on a beautiful morning in August, it's, uh, it's always a treat. And, Absolutely. Uh, folks come back year after year. Um, we've had uh, tremendous uh, repeat uh, mm-hmm. runners who are uh, to put it on their calendar as soon as we announce it. Absolutely. And um, we, we decided it's a good idea to stick to a, a, a date. Yes. So we do the fourth Saturday in August. Right. Happens to coincide with the Westbrook Muster, but yep. there's not a conflict there, because uh, the race is really pretty much done by 10 o'clock. Right. In the morning. As we both know. As we both know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then we, uh, we can... Uh, uh, Feel free to uh, to help with the the uh, setup and the right and the delivery of the, the refreshments for the folks that uh, participate. Absolutely. And uh, we have generous contributions from uh, multiple sponsors in uh, in the community who uh, are really terrific supporters for uh, for the cause. It's uh, a fundraiser for both both organizations, scholarship funds, okay. um, uh, the Wilfred. Uh, uh, Hunter Scholarship Fund for uh, Old Saber Chamber mm-hmm. has been uh, around for quite a while and they, they take their portion of the proceeds and fund their scholarship and then for the exchange club uh, we fund two scholarships, one for uh, a Westbrook High School student and one for Old Saber High School. Nice. And I'd like to take a minute to just talk a little bit about sure, that scholarship absolutely. program. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of unique. It's called the ACE award, and ACE stands for Accepting the Challenge of Excellence. And what we do is each year we ask the school communities to select a student who's overcome either an emotional, social, or physical barrier right. to, to being able to graduate. Uh, some of the stories are just uh, incredibly uh, um, stirring in, in uh, the the determination on the part of these kids to uh, to make sure that they complete their their graduation requirements on time with their peers. Uh, we've had everything from kids who uh, have been involved in car accidents and have severe injuries from that, or they've had birth defects they've had to overcome. Or they've had uh, marital uh, marital fam- familial situations mm-hmm. where there have been marital breakups and and. Uh, kids have in many cases become the the anchor in their family. Uh, So it's a wonderful opportunity for us to recognize students in both schools who have um, worked really hard to to make sure that they're ready to go and take the next step. And we uh, we recognize them. In many cases they're kids who would not necessarily be honored uh, in a traditional ceremony on a senior night because they may not necessarily be the kid with the highest average right. or the kid who excelled in a particular um, subject or activity, but mm-hmm. their, their contribution and their um, efforts uh, are really role models for, for their peers. So it's a very um, rewarding night for us every year in June when we host uh, those kids and their families and the administrators and teachers at the school, who join us to uh, mm-hmm. um, to take pride in their in their accomplishments. So that's what we spend our money on. And okay. uh, we're um, you know we're we're totally dependent actually on how well we do with the race. So really? the better we do with the race, the more we're able to provide for those students. And we're also proud of the fact that. Uh, the awards are directly to the student. So right. we write the check, and it goes to the student, and it's not one of those situations where uh, you have to go through the college, and then right. whatever, whatever uh, or the, the, the um, high school institution yep. that they're choosing for post-secondary. A lot of these kids go into the trades, or they go into a uh, two-year uh, associate's degree program. But whatever, we don't write it to the institution. We write it to the individual, and that way, whatever grants they might get, they're not reduced because they've gotten aid from us. So right. it's uh, it's a terrific uh, program. And we do actually hear back from students who have been past uh, awardees and uh, the successes they've had and how grateful they were for for that work. So really? yeah. Good. So we've, back to the race. Um, We topped out, just before the pandemic, we topped out at about 400 runners, and I think you remember quite well because you were helping us with the parking that day. Exactly. We're we're, uh, a little bit limited that way in terms of how many people can race because we don't have as much parking as we'd need if we had more than 400. Right. We're in a situation where um, we're very grateful to some uh, uh, bus companies. uh, That you know, M and J is more than willing to help with a shuttle if we reach a point where it's kind of a tipping point where we right. need to have a shuttle from say the middle school in Old Saybrook down to the point. But so far, we're we're uh, we're on track to recover a lot of what that enthusiasm was before the pandemic forced us to shut it down. We did do one year as a virtual race where people uh, logged in there. Their miles yep. and uh, awards were still given, and they were very gracious in their donations. Right, but that's not the real thing. So no. now that we're back to it Absolutely. for a second year, we look forward to, to seeing a lot more. Now, lot as more far fun. as the you mentioned sponsors before, yeah. who do we got? Oh, there's so many, Pete. I, I, I uh, right. Lee Company. I'm going to yeah. leave people out. So All right, th- th- you know it's Too there. Many are, to there are a lot of them, and. Yeah. Some of them are in-kind sponsors gotcha. that do, Cohen's do the bagels, yep. and and uh, the uh, the gentleman you know, uh, Cosmo does yep. the uh, for promotion, yeah. for promo, uh, provides the hats. Yep. Um, so uh, a it's lot all, of the it's things. It's probably all on the website. Yeah, all those things are on the website in terms of who the sponsors are, who uh, we hope you'll patronize because of their Absolutely. generosity and. Uh, it's a very it's a very um, substantial number of folks okay. and the beauty of that is yeah. it's over and above what we charge the $25 for the runners so mm-hmm. the sponsor money is really really gravy in terms of being able to sustain the race and have a have a good solid foundation for what kind of money we're able to raise so that's that's a critical component yeah. and the in-kind stuff is really appreciated because it's You know, from stop and shop, they'll donate things, whether it's uh, water or fruit or whatever. Because the runners, typically, you want to make the experience as good as you can. Absolutely. So we provide, uh, in addition to water stops, along the way, at the end of the race, uh, runners like to to recharge with, you know, with some carbs, like the Mm -hmm. bagels, and then there's the bananas and other fresh fruit and that kind of thing that... uh, that people enjoy so that they feel like they were right taken care of that they had a worthwhile experience and that their money was well spent and that they had a you know a nice afternoon we we've also been pretty successful with a couple of local coaches primarily uh, field hockey coaches who have brought their teams uh, to race as part of their preseason activities and Mm -hmm. it's kinda right on the cusp of the season as uh, right. August 27th is is uh, pretty close. The, the practice has already begun, yeah, and it's pretty close to the beginning of the school year. That's so right. it works out great for that. And we've had track teams in the past, and usually it's it's um, Westbrook, Old Saybrook, and Valley. So oh, those nice support from the five towns, yeah, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's very good. And anybody out there watching who's involved with uh, local athletic teams mm-hmm. who would like to. Uh, get involved with this. Uh, It's posted on there that you can go to uh, runnersignup.com, the Sabre Point uh, race, and we we do a reduced price for for students, so it's not the full 25. Really? Yeah. All right. So that works out well. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the Exchange Club as a whole. Okay. So we're made up of, of individuals from Pretty diverse career backgrounds in yeah. in uh, the two towns. We actually have some folks who are from other towns also, but most of us are from Old Saybrook and Westbrook. Yeah, the club has been uh, united as two clubs since the early 90s, but uh, in total, it's been around for almost 50 years. So um, we're we're part of the National Exchange Club, yeah. which. Uh, Focuses on the prevention of child abuse, and uh, we do activities that are um, meant to promote mm-hmm. um, various uh, causes in town sure. or in the towns, or um, to uh, to help with certain kinds of quality of life things that we think we could help enhance. For example, yes, the the flags on Main Street are, right. are provided by. The Exchange Club in, right. Old Saybrick, in Old Saybrook, and a lot of folks don't realize that um, that we, as a club, maintain those flags and fly them pretty much from Memorial Day till Labor Day, and then right. again on uh, either Columbus Day or Veterans Day. So right. that's one of our that's one of our activities. Another one is uh, uh, flag distribution at the Memorial Day parade that's in right. Old Saybrook, where right. we give out several thousand each year, um, anywhere from four to six thousand uh, little flags for kids to wave and of course adults like to take them too. Yeah, so, absolutely. so we have, uh, we have that activity. That's, that's a national program called Give a Kid a Flag to Wave. So we do that too. Um, and that's, that's an important component of uh, our uh, uh, Celebration of America kind of mm-hmm. approach. and. Uh, it's received very well by folks, and uh, we want to expand. One about four years, for about four years, we gave out flags at the Westbrook muster, and I think we're going to re- we're going to revisit that. Um, we'd like to do that activity also, and just right. before the before right. the parade comes down the street, that we'd be we'd be able to do that too. We have enough members from Westbrook now, so that right. if we had to rely totally on. Westbrook members, we'd be able to, uh, we'd be able to pull that off. Nice. So that's, those are those are a couple of our activities. Um, we also have um, two programs that uh, are pretty important to us. One is uh, called the Salute to Connecticut's Finest, which is honoring a uh, uh, police officer okay. each year. Um, Westbrook doesn't have a. Uh, a full-time force, no. but Old Saybrook uh, has um, has been the, the chief beneficiary of that for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a terrific opportunity because uh, the state organization, the District of Connecticut, puts on a huge celebration at Aquitur for every year. Yeah. And all of the clubs that have um, honored police officers in their communities, they they come, they bring their honorees with them and their families, and uh, it's a huge celebration with a big There's a big speaker, usually a, from uh, either national or someone who is uh, uh, fairly significant in law enforcement in the state, anything from the attorney general to the commissioner of uh, public safety. The nice. All kinds of folks have been involved in that. So that's, that's a big one, and in tandem with that, that's in the spring and mm-hmm. in the fall, uh, we do uh, a salute to uh, Connecticut's bravest okay. and that's for firefighters and first responders. Right. And that's a very similar program only this one we honor both Old Saybrook and Westbrook firefighters oh, okay. and there is a program in, uh, at the Aquatur for them also in October. Nice. So it's really nice to be able to uh, recognize these folks and to uh, let them know that they're appreciated and that sometimes that Kind of goes by and people don't think about it much. But uh, they're very appreciative and uh, we make a very big deal out of it. Nice. Jim, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Happy to do that. We'll be right back. Better Business Bureau is warning consumers about a used car scam. The scammer pretends to be a woman who's lost her husband and it says she's trying to get rid of his car. The scammer claims they'll put your money in escrow for five days. So if you don't like the car, you can get your money back. But BBB's investigation has uncovered that the escrow or logistics from the scammer is using isn't legit. Many of these websites lead back to a virtual office in Hartford. Never wire funds for an online purchase and always make sure you can see the car in person before you buy. You matter. You matter. You matter. You matter. And your words matter too. Your words matter. What you say in the hallways at school or in the student section at a game matters words can be hurtful words can be offensive words can leave scars words can also inspire support and uplift you and your words are they both important as a matter, as a matter of fact, fact yes. yes welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti show I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Jim Crawford from the old Tibrick Westbrook exchange club sir yep. welcome back buddy Thank how you. are you good good, good. All right, so we were talking about the programs, we programs, yeah. the exchange club. Where do we want to Well, you know, segment? I want to I want to emphasize that uh, the club does a lot of things that are done kind of quietly and behind the scenes, and a lot of folks don't know about us. That's probably something we ought to pay more attention to and sure. try to get the word out more. Yeah, uh, there is a pond up on Bochum Road and One Fifty Four called the Exchange Club Pond. I saw it this weekend. Yeah, and. Uh, it uh, turns out to be a wonderful skating venue in the winter. Really? And, yeah, and uh, that was a project of uh, ours many, many, many years ago. And in in uh, cooperation with Public Works, mm-hmm. uh, we do a little we do a little work up there every year, try to maintain the property and keep it uh, for a nice place in the in the winter with a couple of picnic tables. People can have an outdoor uh, fire there, like okay. a fire pit, and. Uh, when the weather's cold enough, it doesn't seem like it's cold enough a no. lot anymore. But when the weather's cold enough, it's a great swimming or a swimming, great skating spot um, because it's not that deep, Oh, no. and and uh, the danger there is is uh, less, so you don't have to worry too much about uh, thin ice and and kids and wow, going hey. to edges and yeah yeah. So it's a it's a terrific little uh, resource that's in town and. You know, it says Exchange Club Pond. It's yes. got a little logo. I saw the logo. And and uh, most people will do a like, oh, well, really? What's that? What do you exchange? Exactly. But it's not. Obviously, it's it's something we could probably promote more. But right. um, we're proud of that as a as a physical feature in uh, in Old Saybrook. Um, and you know, in the schools, I, I should point out that uh, there are. In both, both towns, there are schools that have freedom shrines, which are wall-mounted uh, documents, facsimile documents okay. of importance in American history. Okay. So everything from the Declaration of Independence to uh, the signing of the surrender on the Missouri in the World War II, mm-hmm. uh, a whole range of uh, 25 or 30 documents attractively displayed on, uh, on walls uh... in in the schools and uh... as a former history teacher it's it's uh... it provides a teaching moment i mean you can actually bring kids on a field trip yeah walk down to that and look at those and there are there are lessons that can be learned from that there's a big push now in education to use primary documents primary source documents which means the real thing like Anne Frank's diary is a primary source document. It's not somebody writing about Anne Frank. Right. It's Anne it's Frank. Hurt. It's her. Um, you know, Lincoln's letters and, and uh, uh, commentary on the Constitutional Convention, those things are all primary source documents. Right. All of these things that are on the walls in these schools are primary source documents and mm-hmm. uh, have the potential to be used um, for, uh, for that kind of activity if a che- teacher chooses to, but it's also a reminder right. of, you know, the American experiment and all the things that go along with it and and how things have evolved mm-hmm. from from the earliest days of the country when, you know, women weren't included and, and right. uh, people of color weren't included, Native Americans weren't. So it's a, it, you know, it's kind of a uh, a living um, display for, for that kind of use. So we're proud to be able to do that. And, and when, after these things uh, are there for a while and they need updating, mm-hmm. uh, they need to be replaced, we're more than happy to do that, nice. we go out and we do that. So that's another activity we're involved in. Um, we we also have honored uh, people in the community who do tremendously generous things or provide incredible public service, um, and we call that the Book of Golden Deeds. and. Uh, that's where we single out people uh, who have gone over and beyond right. what what would be expected. Sometimes they're actually members of the club, but more yeah, we've had some Great. people who did uh, uh, unbelievable things. I mean, you remember Al Winkler, Al? Yeah, Al absolutely. was a uh, dynamo of uh, incredible energy who really uh, uh, sustained the the club and was a guiding force in the, in the um, melding of Westbrook and Old Saybrook. Yeah. And for years he was uh, uh, the man who, as a Dartmouth graduate, went to both high schools and presented the Dartmouth Book Award to a, a junior. Really? yeah I didn't know. Yeah. He was, uh, he was terrific. As a matter of fact, we, we honor Al by calling it the Al, Wink- Al Winkler Memorial Ace Award. Ah. So that's the full name for that uh, that award we give out because of the service that he rendered. Another example is uh, Bruce Greenfield. who Oh, sure. I remember Bruce. Bruce, Bruce was a uh, very active member of our organization and uh, retired now, but um, he was president of yep. the district, yes. the Connecticut district, yep. along with Cliff Gunnery, who many people remember. Owning I remember the, Cliff. The food center in Westbrook. That's so, right. But we we also honored, for example, we also honored uh, Bob Hale, the retired Westbrook, Westbrook High School principal who came every year to those Ace Award meetings and uh, uh, was a great fan of Al's and uh, uh, always uh, highlighted that on his calendar. And that's a big deal because in June, there is nobody in the world more busy than a... School principal because of ah uh, yeah yeah because of all the things that are going on because of what's so going on. Bob always wanted to know when uh, when that award was coming up, and uh, uh, we were happy to uh, we were happy to be able to do that for him. Brian O'Connor, who was a uh, uh, longtime assistant principal and uh, young younger Old Saber, old, old, Brian. Brian. old Brian, old Brian, older Brian, Brian. older <laughs> Brian. Not, <laughs> not not Brian the younger. Exactly right and. Uh, <laughs> Brian had a tremendous, I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. the El Saber community, uh, you can't, he's like the mayor of El Saber, he walks down the street, can't go into the supermarket without everybody recognizing who he is. So he was another awardee. How's he? Um, he's doing very How's well. He good? Doing very well. Good. One of my favorites. Me? Yeah. My, oh, no. Other Not than me. you. Oh. One of my favorites <laughs> was when we awarded um, Chris and Nick Revenicus at the Cordial Shop. With that honor, because yeah, I was going to say remember? I know that name because they have been unbelievably supportive of our um,
1: wine annual tasting.
0: wine tasting, yeah. which we now call the Bourbon Brew and a Little Wine Too event, yes. which uh, we hold annually at the Elks in late May. That's right. And uh, which Rock Martell was on with me for. That's right. And uh, they've been they've been just incredible, yeah. and uh, they provide. Um, support by getting all the sponsors and all the vendors and uh, Really we just kind of work hard up get people there and they do the they rest do everything so, else Yeah, we were uh, we were really grateful to them and uh, they were thrilled to get the award And if you go in there right behind the counter it's mounted up there right? Oh is uh, it? I, yeah, I haven't been in a while. I'll, mounted right up to... there that uh, yeah, they were recipients. i want to stop in. Yeah We also have done a program and probably will again soon with the uh, something called Proudly We Hail, where we identify people who um, consistently display the American flag daily. Kay. Some people actually who display the flag with a floodlight on it, which mm-hmm. you're supposed to do if you're going to keep it overnight. And uh, that's an award that uh, a lot of folks are, are pleased to get because they're they they they're making the gesture, they want right. to... Um, it's not just businesses; it's, it's individuals right. too. So, right. a good friend, Ed Bender in Westbrook, won that award one year. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, he was very surprised and very grateful. There so, you go. it's it, we, we do a lot of those kind of programs, That's and okay. uh, you got to get out and the community. Yeah, an it's, back. it's important to do that, and uh, we're always looking for new new blood. Yeah. and uh, for a variety of reasons: one, it keeps us fresh; two, it allows us to do more. Mm -hmm. to do more and um, new ideas uh, new outreach we've been pretty successful in the last year or two and we've we've gotten uh, about half a dozen new very committed members and we're a small club about 20 to 25 not everybody is uh, involved in everything but we have folks who pick and choose right and when they do that they can devote their full energy to a particular project absolutely that's great Before we say goodnight, we got about 30 seconds left. Website one more time, if people want information. Where are they going? Runnersignup.com, Saberpoint 5K, and uh, we are really, really focusing on uh, a terrific event, August 27th. Be there at 8:30, and uh, the fun begins. Jim Crawford from the Exchange Company. Good talking to you, fella. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. You got it. Good night. on behalf of Jim Crawford, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks, good night, we'll see you next week.